Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, hello. It is happens to be Tuesday, February 28th when we are recording this. You will see this in the morning, uh, March 1. And uh, so it is Tuesday today, 3.03 p.m. Uh, you'll see this on Wednesday, 11 a.m. if you're watching live uh, from the Pacific Northwest Coast or whenever time you watch on the replay or whatever part of the nation you're in or any of that anyway welcome to the broadcast we're going to bring cat here um we are uh, what we are here to say as far as the the show for tomorrow uh which will be your thursday uh, is that it's between two guests and so we don't know which one it is so we'll just turn tune in on thursday and be surprised and uh, it's always good so but we're kind of between these two guests and depending on people's schedule so that's what's going on for thursday all right i think that's it we're going to run a quick reminder of a spot for the wells that we're digging so we appreciate you guys thinking about us and and those that need this fresh clean water so here we go And thank you for your generous donations on that. We're going to show you in a few days or up to a week or two. It's when they're back in town, Mike and Lori. Uh, we're putting together, or it could be before they leave, but we have a uh, putting together a video of the medical clinic that you have built over there in the same village area, which they call Field of Dreams in Uganda there. And, uh, but uh, it's, I think it's like six, eight, nine months. It's been in process. Things can move very slowly. In Uganda, but the the money goes a lot further. So we we sent about one hundred fifty thousand dollars over there. But they're building a beautiful place that we could not build here for anywhere close to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. But it, it it really goes far in Uganda. So and they do quality work. Uh, Mike and Lori do. And they get the job done. So I want to show. We'll show you that video. I looked at a preview of it. Uh, yesterday we're going to shorten it up a little bit because it's a little bit long so but that's the i'm thanking you in advance for that or or after in i'm thanking you after you've given because many of you gave months and months and months ago and now it's you're going to see the results of that so amazing amazing stuff so all right time to bring in cat kerr so here is wednesdays with wednesdays with cat and steve here we go greetings cat how are you how are you? <laughs> I got my pink tie on in honor of your pink hair. Yes. I don't know if you can see it's that. Pale, but there's some pale parts in it. Yeah, so yeah. That. It's a little pale compared to your right uh, pink, that's for sure. So, yes. well, good to see you again. Now, in March, we're going into March. And starting in March, we're going to twice a month. Is that right? Yes. Okay. I'm just, I just want to make sure. But I, if I'm saying it wrong, yeah, definitely correct, correct me. I think that's what you had said. But uh, wh- yeah. whatever it is that you want to do, we'll definitely do that. So, okay. uh, so, all right. So Kat, before we get into questions, you said you'd had some things to share. So I'll turn that over to you. Yeah, I did. Um, of course, you all know that we've been talking about our, um, our new place here that we finally get to live in, which is amazing that we no longer have to live in our offices. We have our offices and we're very excited. I think the move in date was today. Not for the staff, but we're, everything's in there getting set up. So thank you all for your prayers and your excitement that we finally get to have a separate place. And uh, and anyone out there working on something like that, I just bless you in the name of the Lord. Uh, make sure that you get plenty of grace for those, those kind of things that start in your life. This is a powerful season right now with God. And as you know, I've been saying for a very, for quite a while now, this is acceleration time. 
And that's exactly what time it is according to heaven. This is time to be accelerated into the things God has for you, that he intended to you for you, what he has shared with you already. And uh, I know people, oh, this looks around, this looks kind of crazy. But you know, God is God, and he does what he wants to when he needs to. And I tell them, if you always look at him in that way, then you'll always be excited about the unexpected things that he's going to do with you. So I thank you, Father, for grace for everybody out there, for yeah. your plans, your will, your way this day. I know that there's a lot of people who've been waiting for a lot of things to start to change. And we've seen some change already. Yeah. And I'm excited about that. Of course, I can't keep track of every bit of that with being involved with everything else that I'm doing right now. But I can share with you what God has to say about it. Yeah. Now, can, can, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is I was going to ask you about, you know, we're talking about the change. And all of us, and I think probably you too, although I don't want to put words in your mouth, but when we saw what we saw, about Trump, both Trump coming back and the good things that are in store for us. I mean, some of them are straight ahead of us. At the same time, I don't know what you saw. That's why I said I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't know if you saw some of the trials and tribulations that would happen kind of all mixed in there at the same time. So, I mean, that's sort of an open-ended question. Did you see some of that or did the Lord just show you how it was going to end in the good way. You know what I mean? I know that he showed me how it would end in a very powerful, powerful good way. And he did that from the very beginning, back in uh, 2020, I think that was, was yeah. when he started showing me that, how this all would end, how justice, liberty, and freedom would come, celebration would be happening in the streets. That I can powerfully assure you is going to happen. And I just know every day it gets closer. Every day things uh, are changing for all of us. And so I can just encourage you with those things, the things that he's shown me and told me is the things I'm allowed to say. Okay. And so I do know, of course, you know, the enemy's going to try his best to, to do what he can in the short time he has left. And I can say that also. So most assuredly that even part of hell knows things are failing already. They know it. And, uh, but of course, they're not going to tell anyone. <laughs> they're not going to tell what they know either. And, uh, but I can assure you that this season that you're entering into is one of the most powerful times planet Earth will ever experience. The manifested sons and daughters walking on this earth, speaking to the land, the sea, and the air, and seeing things happen immediately. Uh, we know that that is absolutely one of the things that's going to happen. The transfer, the wealth, and more and more are talking about that. More prophets are talking about that. The transfer of wealth is absolutely going to be happening. And so I'm excited about that. We were told about that many, many, many years ago. I'll probably say many, uh, probably more than 40 years ago, we were shown by God about the transfer of wealth. So we've wow. known that that would happen. So we've, we've been expecting it that long. And so uh, we just know for surely, for surely that that will happen and it will begin to change the earth. We know there's going to be another great move of God with the people who are tired of the, the stuff that's been happening in their lives. And some of them I'm talking about who aren't even saved yet that will become saved. And oh. that is definitely going to happen. Great re revival and other things are going to happen around the world. And that's going to increase, increase, increase. So you will see and hear that whether anybody wants to or not, because the ones involved in that aren't going to let that just go by the wayside. They're just not going to. And so there are many things that are about to happen that are preparing to happen right now in this planet Earth. And I can tell you, the young people 
are not going to be left out by God. He's going to include them in many of these moves of God. Praise God. Happening. A lot of them will become preachers, even at a young age, uh, revivalists, even prophets. Uh, even the young prophets will begin to speak soon, and it's going to be amazing. So I know from my other prophet friends that, yes, these things are really totally about to begin to happen, that they have seen God say and share with him and share with him also. And so those are those are the things that are on my heart, the things that people can actually really celebrate and realize, yes, God really does have plans for this day for our lives and uh, things that can't be changed, things that can't be stopped no matter who tries to do that. And again, as I said, justice, liberty and freedom is about to come in many places. Some people never expected to see it in. Some countries are actually gonna be changing even what they believe. And a lot of them are gonna begin to run after God. So these things are all part of his plan, his will, his way. And so I'm excited to be here today in the time that we're supposed to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Ken, I got a couple of kids' questions about heaven, and then a couple. Then we'll get into some more substantive ones. But yeah. we, you said you like to start with the kids' ones first when when we have those. So um, Tucker is age nine. He's writing and asking this: If I write Jesus a letter, will he receive it? I am quite certain he absolutely will receive it. Uh, Jesus loves to get letters or even pictures from children. And I do know that they make it. I don't know if the angels come and take it, uh, or sometimes I don't really know how it gets there, but I do know this. I've seen some actual letters written by children. Really? They could be, they could be supernatural copies that arrived in heaven or something like that. So, yes, I'm sure his letter is going to arrive in heaven. Good, 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 good. Okay, now Isaac is 15, and he's wanting to know this. I used to have this question with you, too, and uh, not as much, but... Uh, but he's saying, can you sleep in heaven if you want to? And and if you want to, can you make the room dark where you sleep? Now, I'm a guy that loves a good nap. So to me, I'm thinking heaven without a good nap would seem like it's missing something. But I don't think you probably think in terms of naps. But so I don't saying, think in terms of naps. But, I'm, you know, whatever you want, you know, I'm sure that he's not going to be against you having a nap if you really want one. <laughs> it just sounds so relaxing. They, they, they have rooms they recline in that they do. And they have friends to come by and just share and talk with them. So they have places like that in their mansions. And yeah. even outside, like on the streams, you know, that flow by. Uh, I see people just, you know, resting on the streams. Really? Because oh, you, you don't have to be, you can float is what you're saying. You Everybody can float in heaven. So let me make sure I say that perfectly clear. In heaven, yes, you can. And so, and, the, and you go to the friendly forest where you can recline, sit on the big rocks, and then they'll turn around and talk to you, which you probably don't accept. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. And now, I I think you must have mentioned this before, but I can't. It's been a long time. But so, if a person they're 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 reclining down the stream, and and maybe they're the kids too, and they say, "I want to go swimming," so they go underwater. Do they breathe underwater in heaven? Um, that is probably something we will share another time. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, there's many things you get to do in heaven you can't, of course, do down here on the earth. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all know how you get there, and that's God's plan to make all these wonderful, beautiful places for you to have in heaven and enjoy in heaven. There's places where it snows all the time. There's a, there's a, I wanted to say an Amazon forest, but it's not Amazon. But they have also the jungle kind of forest like that. 
And I know all the creatures, like the animals and stuff, they all talk to you. So it's very different living there. It's just a whole different lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about all the animals talk to you, because, I mean, right now you go out and the animals are quiet or the, I don't have sheep, but when we, we used to have a couple of pet donkeys and they were fun to hear them bray, you know, all that. But but in heaven, they're sitting there conversing with you. They talk yes. about what's going on. That's yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. That's amazing. Uh, that's just amazing. All right. Let me, uh, uh, you've heard me talk on this program about my mom. Now, my mom is very, very close to going home uh, to be with the Lord. She's 88, 89, and her mind, her, her memory's about gone. So it, it made me think that my mom, I believe, is saved. Of course, I'm standing for her, so she will be because I, uh, but she's had a rough go her yeah. life, and she didn't have a good understanding of the love of Christ. So I think she's afraid to die. And one of the prophets I was talking to discerned that she was very fearful of dying. So I've been praying for so the Lord to break the fear. But are there people that close their eyes and then they pass away? Maybe they don't realize they're about to. And then when they open their eyes, they're shocked that they made it to heaven. Or does it work like that? Or, or does it? I think they're so joyful. I don't know that they're really shocked. I think they're so overwhelmed and blessed beyond measure that that's probably what they're experiencing. Okay, that's so it's, that's the first thing they probably think about. Yeah, the, beauty, the wonder, the splendor that uh, what they never expected heaven to be, probably. Well, and this, this, you know, and this now, I'll, let me pull this away from my mom a little bit uh, because I was thinking of this question first before I was thinking about my mom. And I was thinking, I wonder if there are people who died. Maybe it's in a war. Maybe it was. Maybe they were fighting and. And maybe they weren't, they didn't say all the right words the day they died and, and blah, blah, blah. And then they are some shock that they made it to heaven because they forgot. Well, I've seen some get out of their transport and kiss the ground in heaven. So I would have to say yes. Wow, you have. <laughs> okay, that does answer that, Kat. Yeah, yeah that, that was a good answer. That was the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I would think some people made a commitment to their, the Lord and they meant it, and then they wandered a little bit, but God remembered their commitment. Is, is that fair to say? That I would say that there is a space of time from the time they're passing um, from the physical realm into the spirit realm that I know that Jesus does meet with people, or he makes himself known that he, he's there in the room. And, and it's sometimes it's actually before they actually really fully do that. And if they wanted to say something, that would be the first thing on their mind. Or he will just ask them or let them know who's been praying for him and ask them what they think about that. So there's all kinds of questions that we find out the answers to when we get to heaven. But I'm sure that there are people that probably feel that way. And they think if they don't say exactly every single word, I think the most important word is I repent of my sins and receive Jesus. Yeah. The most important things you can say are those words right there. That's really, really good. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I was praying last night, and we all, there's like six of us that were praying for my mom, and I, I think it's okay to pray this, but I'm, I'm going to ask it uh, because other people will have some parents that are passing soon. Is it okay for for people to pray, like say, for our parents? Lord, my mom is tired. She doesn't feel good. She's depressed. Could you just take her home quickly and just let her die peacefully in her sleep and go home? Is that okay to pray? I know people pray that. 
I know there are people who do pray to that. And of course, if they're in a situation where they're probably not doing well, I think that it would be like mercy if you said to God, thank you for showing mercy in this situation. That's thank good. you for the mercy that you can give her. And we know that you love her. And that um, it's it's not like she totally ignored Jesus her whole entire life. I'm no, sure. no, no, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. And so it's like she, she did know, I'm sure, who he was and everything. So I think asking for mercy is not a wrong thing at all. Okay. Well, I wondered about that because I think it was one of the writers that we've had her on before, but years ago, but she wrote about the Celtics and many of them back in the day, 1800s, 1700s, when they knew it was their time, they would go sit under a tree and give up their spirit voluntarily and just go home to be with the Lord. I know some of that's been recorded in church history. So that's why I mean, I thought, well, if they could do that, why couldn't we ask the Lord, you know? I think there's nothing wrong with, with asking for mercy if that if he's willing yeah. to that mercy. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I want to ask this question that I'd written out earlier. Uh, years ago, I knew a woman. I'm out of touch with her. I'm not. She's probably not too far away from here. But she she was writing. And she's a seer, like yourself. But then not, not only would she see real the 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 things in the spirit. But she would see real things, and then she would hear them talk. So, for instance, she's she's taking a, a boat trip to sightseeing. I don't know if it was to see whales or what, but they went to the back of the boat, and this whale jumped up out of uh, in the air, and as whales do, and she heard it say, she heard it proclaim, "The king is coming." Have you heard of anything like that? I'm thinking that there's absolutely nothing impossible when it's related to God. And, and his creatures. We know already, seeing, we know some of them did talk in the Bible. And I would think that, uh, I think more and more in these days coming on the earth, that actually will happen more. I, I can't say that it won't happen more. I think yeah. it will happen more. Yeah. I think that it's something that will begin to happen. And you know, in the Garden of Eden, they all talked. We know that. Yeah, they so it's not that unusual. It, it shouldn't be. And now that we know that, it's less unusual to believe that, it, that God would start doing that. At least to, to the seer can, can see it or hear it, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen all kinds of things I've heard. Yeah, I've heard them talk and see them talk. Yeah. As a seer, of course I do. Yeah. All right. So Lori's asking this. Um, I don't know if you would know this or not, but she said, do the angels, did the angels cry when Jesus was crucified? And did they rejoice because he gave his life for all to be saved? Did they did the angels look and weep, or do, do you know? Or we should, we I, don't know they, I don't know if they did look or weep, but I know that they were not very happy, of course. They knew that it was necessary. I know the angels in the garden stayed with him that whole time he was in the garden and prayed, and they were there to comfort him. They also comforted him when he came out of the wilderness. Remember that? Yeah. He was tempted by the enemy, uh, and they did come to comfort him also. So comfort is definitely part of something that they do. And I'm sure did a lot with him during that time uh, on the earth. And of course, they had a huge celebration. They rejoiced. They were so excited. Of course, when he was resurrected, when he when he came back from the dead, I'm sure that they all celebrated on that yeah. day. Awesome, awesome. All right. Um, Angie's asking this. Can you talk about the spirit of wisdom? I heard you say, Kat, once that the spirit of wisdom was was a female gender, or I don't, I'm not sure if that's how you said it. Talk about that, if you will. Thanks for listening. 
Coffee Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. If there's wisdom, she says that in the Bible. Yeah. So that means she probably looked, she had a feminine appearance, I'm quite sure. And um, it's she not, they're not the only ones. There's other ones who do different things for God in heaven um, while they're sent to the earth for things. And so not every single angel has a, uh, a masculine appearance. Yeah. Um, and some of them are creatures, so they don't look like either. Yeah, there's a lot of the, a lot of the army of God and even others that don't look like feminine or mas- or masculine. They are creatures. Okay. We like more animal like. In 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 the um, speaking of Gabriel in that order of angels, I, I, I'm looking for words. Are all the are the angels in the order of Gabriel? Are they more like um, humans? Human, human, and what would be the word? Attractive. They're not like, really humans. We know that they're made yeah. by God. Yeah, I, I mean, human-like, right? I mean, they have a face. Yeah, right? because they're sent on assignment so many times to be with us on the earth, and sometimes they don't know. Of course, I usually know because they are, and um. Not just them, but sometimes people who look or appear to be homeless could be angels. Um, and God is just testing someone to see if they will help them or love them or give to them, especially people who don't necessarily do that. So there's many reasons why he would want them to appear human. Most of them, you don't see their wings. That does not mean they don't have wings. Uh, sometimes their wings can be invisible, sometimes not invisible. But you're right. Most of those in the service of Gabriel, who is their leader, uh, the archangel Gabriel. Most of them do appear as humans. Yeah, you know what you said that I may, have, like. I may have said this one time on the program that is either eighty nine or ninety. So a long, a lot of years ago, I worked in Dallas, Texas, and at a public comp- company. And I was out for lunch with my car. I can't remember if anyone else was in there, but uh, you know, what they call a bag lady. You know, they had their shopping cart. All of their worldly possessions were in there, and she was going across the intersection as my car was at the light so i was stuck there and she came up and tried to get my attention or something and so wanted to know if i had any money and i only had two dollars i mean now believe me i could have afforded a lot more but i literally only had two dollars and i said i said this is all i have i'm so sorry but here's two dollars and and she looked at me and she she did like this with her hands she said god bless you and i went whoa i mean i am convinced that was an angel because was. It, it was like it was a very powerful wool thing and later on that afternoon when i was almost joking some guy had a migraine and i said well be healed in the name of Jesus." i wasn't even operating in faith i was kind of being light-hearted but because it was a secular environment so i was being careful how to be not too yeah. i said be healed in jesus name and he go and i started to talk, go on he said steve stop the moment you said that that thing shot out of my head. I felt that thing leave my head. But that was minutes after this encounter with this lady. Yeah, so I knew I had received something pretty profound. So, All right. Um, here is Hannah's asking, what kind of prayer can you pray for your spouse who is still afflicted by childhood trauma? So I guess she's asking how to intercede. I would say if you can get them to loose all that trauma from their soul, that would be the best thing you could do. Um, it says, you know, Jesus, Jesus is the watcher of our soul, watch over our soul. And I do know that uh, the prayers that we pray according to the scripture 
It says what you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Yeah. You bind it will be bound in heaven. So many people are learning now um, uh, to, to, you don't have to become a soul doctor, but you need to be aware of how important your soul is. Yeah. And those things that you loose in Jesus' name will be taken. The Lord will come and take them from you, from your memory, and they'll never bother you again. And I think that's so important for people to understand that. And so you lose the things that the enemy would put upon them, things you experienced yourself, saw yourself, or heard that you shouldn't have. If you lose them from your soul, they'll be taken from you. But then you should always bind to your soul the love of God, the life of God, his presence, his will, his way, and then that will remain and never be taken from you. Well, that's good. I've never heard you say it quite like that before. You probably have said it, but it's sticking this time. That I never heard you say, once you bind it, it won't be taken away from you. So that's, like I said, you probably said Now, now she did say, how can I pray for my husband? So if if he's not, if he goes, I don't know if I believe in that, honey. If he says, if he says, you can pray, but I don't know. Because he is her husband. Okay. You can also pray that over your children, the same prayer. Where you have authority or relationship. Yeah, you have authority, absolutely, because the relationship, you can say, I choose as an act of my will to lose from my husband's soul and then say those things that she wants to see loose from his soul and then also say the same thing to bind the love of God, the life of God. And it's a really good thing, too, when she binds them to put them in his pillow, lay her hands on his pillow where he sleeps at night, uh, other other things that he wears in his closet that you can bind the love and the life of God to those things also. Good, 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 good. All right, um, Wendy's asking this. Uh, does every angel have a different name? Could there be like two Michaels or two angels with the same name? So that's her question. There could be, but everybody knows who they are. and uh, But most angels have all different names. So it'd be more common that every name would be different. Yes. Oh, wow. wow. All the ones I know all have different names or that I've been introduced to or that I met in heaven or met on the earth. They all have different names. Okay, good. All right, Nanette is asking this. Um, since we will not need protection from the elements in heaven, are some mansions without roofs at all? They have no t- no roof at Absolutely, all. Absolutely, they don't have any roofs. Why would you have a roof on your home if you have... Some homes, uh, some mansions have living waterfalls inside your home that cascade down through your home, and it doesn't spoil it or do anything to it. People want that. And so, and yeah, there's homes that don't have roofs on them. So they're, they're both ways. They have a with roofs and without That's roofs, right. depending on what the person wanted. That's oh, right. Interesting. Oh, I love the cascading water thing. That always is very relaxing to me. All right, Kim is asking this. I've never had children, but wanted one with my husband. Uh, could I have one in heaven? And I think she must be saying, she must know that you can't, you can't have give birth to children. So she must well, know that there are children. But there are many there that can be adopted that, that, that for whatever reason, or for whatever reason, they, they, they never had, which sounds weird, that they didn't have parents. But there's a lot of people who give up their children, you know, for adoption yeah. and didn't raise them. And for whatever reason, those those are kept in heaven. Yes, you can go adopt them. Good. That's good. 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 That's going to make a lot of people happy. Uh, Lynette is asking this. When we're unable to pray in tongues out loud, and she doesn't describe why they're unable. I don't, 
I assume that means she's in a public place or something. Yeah. But she says, can we still pray in tongues in our head? And is there still benefit to it? I don't know why you pray in your head when you could be at home or go for a walk somewhere or anywhere and just pray or maybe pray quieter. It's very powerful to pray in tongues. It's a language that hell does not understand. Uh, so you're praying a prayer with, between you and Jesus, you and God, that they hear, they understand, and they, they will answer that prayer. That prayer will be answered. But there's such power in the words of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's why he was sent to the earth. It was to help us become stronger and greater uh, in all that we believe and all that we know. He also will train us and teach us things Holy Spirit will. So it's more than just praying in tongues. It's actually a lifestyle and all the stuff that comes with it. Well, and it's interesting because I've had that question many times in my life, too, because I've been places that I didn't want to speak out loud because there were people that didn't understand. But but it is called tongues, and tongues requires a tongue. Yes, it does, people. It does, and it's very important to do that. But there's all kinds of places you go to go just to be alone if that's what you wanted. Go sit in your car if you have a car. You know, it's not like you have to shout it, but most people want to shout it very loud. But that doesn't mean you have to do it. But it's very powerful to say it, to say it. That's why you have a tongue. You still talk in heaven. I mean, you talk in heaven, you sing in heaven, uh, you still use your voice. It doesn't, doesn't get taken away from you. Especially, it talks a lot about the, the power of the, of the speaking in tongues. It's just powerful. I, I have a question that, that just popped in my head. And I don't, I've never asked this, but, um, you know, people often say, will you pray for me? And you we commit to praying and we always mean it. But there are times when we've forgotten to pray, when we said we were going to pray. And then the time passed. If a time passed and you said, oh, Lord, I, I told him I'd pray. Could they pray now, now and the prayer be effective retroactively? Have you ever? I think that um, that prayer would be um, answered, whether it was then or when they remembered it. But always pray as soon as you remember it. Yeah. For God. Just keep a journal. Uh, it's the most important thing you can do in your life is to have a journal. Even the father has books he writes in. So I would say if you're going to do something like that, even if it's just say pray for so-and-so and their name is in there. Maybe put a date uh, to help you remember, or get a or get a diary that's dated. Yeah, and you do it all the time. But yeah, I would think yes, absolutely. If you sincerely meant to pray, and that was already in your heart to pray, I think that God would not be upset if you didn't pray. But always pray as soon as you remember. Yeah, and uh, I know that prayer will be answered. Good, good. Thank you, Kat. All right. Um... Allison's asking this, what was it like in heaven when Jesus was not in heaven, but on the earth? Could they, she's asking, could they feel him missing? I guess she's wanting to know, was the atmosphere less than, or they missed the Lord or anything like that? I don't think that, that it was less than, because that was his home. That's where he, that was where he came from. That's where he's going back from. I don't think that that, that happened. I think they were just really happy when he did come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been three for eternity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, yeah. Okay, Brittany's asking this. Have you ever seen Deborah in heaven? And if so, what does she look like? I don't, I don't know how you describe something, but maybe. Have you seen Deborah, the judge, um, Deborah? I'm not sure that I saw, unless I just didn't know that was her. 
Because okay. I see a lot of people in passing in heaven, and when they take me places, I see them. Uh, if I'm showing them and told this is who they are, then I absolutely can describe them. Okay. Okay. And um, I almost didn't ask this, but you have, you used wor different words to describe. You tried to explain how big heaven is. The question is, Trish is asking, how big is heaven? So, I mean, how, what words would you use to describe the size? I would say it's almost unlimited. Um, I don't think there's any height or depth that you could even name or say. Or say. I mean, when it talks about the city of God in the Bible, how that, when it comes down from heaven, how huge that is yeah. on the new earth, I don't know how you could give it. Um, and they don't really operate with time and space in heaven anyway. It's almost unlimited. Yeah. When one of the times when you were on, I had done this research and found out that the city of God, the New Jerusalem, uh, was, of course, it's the same height, it's the same width, length, width, and height. And, and so one direction is like from the west coast of the United States to like two thirds across the United States. That's the that's one direction. And it was square. So it's square, square, and it's 1500 stadium, something like that. So it's like, that's just the New Jerusalem. I know it's massive. <laughs> yeah. So and it's like you could put you could put many populations of the earth in that thing. In You're that, right. In that cube, you know. You're right. There's just one that's just one space. Well space. It's one place there. Yeah. That big. How much would all the rest of it take up if you could measure it? I don't know that uh, there's a few places in heaven to talk about that you can measure like similar like that. Uh, but most places it's just unlimited. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Then Crystal is asking this. Can people in when they're in heaven see the stars and the planets from heaven? Or there's a place you go to in heaven on purpose to see them. Really? An open doorway. Uh, and you, when you walk through there, you're out in space. <laughs> you mean you're like floating? You mean you're like in you're space? Like you can fly out there. It's like there's nebulas, the other the other planets, planets that aren't even seen from this earth are up there. Yeah, but there is. It's an amazing doorway. It's, it looks like an ancient, to me it looks ancient. But when you step through, you don't see it before then. But once you step through that doorway, you see all of this space, all lit up trails with stars that you can ride on all kinds of things are out there it's, it's just it's just just i don't know what people ever can really ever stop thinking about the splendor and the wonder but that is a place that is filled with splendor and wonder and it is a gate it's like a gate a gateway but it is a doorway and all you do you walk up floating steps because i've seen it very cool you enter into the place where that that is there's floating steps. You walk up these floating steps and you step through and you're in this place that looks like even more greater than just what, what normal space is. Is this what, when you described one time that space was more pink than dark, am I remembering right? What what tint is that when you go see space? Tint got some of the sky of heaven is like that, like a peachy pink. On the original earth, before the sun was made, the moon was made, the sky was a peachy pink. Wow. Uh, it had the water vapor shield around it, which is how they had like rain come down. It didn't rain way back in that time when the angels walked on the earth and they found their footprints and thought they were like, you know, Cro-Magnum man or something like that. Oh, yeah. 
That was angels? That was angels? They used to walk with the dinosaurs when they were on the earth and other things. You know, the flowers were 200 feet high at that time. But the sky, because there was not the sun, it was lit with the glory of God from the from the earth itself. He put the glory in the earth. Wow, that's amazing. You know, I've never heard that thought even that, the, that some of the footprints they found could be. Are you saying what may have been from Watch angels? Your angel. Watch your angels. Watch your angels have flesh on them, but they're not human. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Melchizedek wow, didn't have a father and mother, but he had flesh. He had flesh, and he was sent to the earth on many assignments, like with Abraham and stuff like that. Um, but he, he's part of a tribe. He's over a tribe of angels that are called Watcher Angels, and they were sent to the earth on the original earth to care for the creatures and the flowers and the, uh, the water vapor shield, which was broken at one point on the earth. One, one of the times when the earth was flooded, and the land masses shifted, and that's when the dinosaurs got covered up and stuff like that. There's, there's sometimes questions you ask could go so long. Oh, I'm and sure. The fascinating answers that people will hear. That is fascinating. I mean, yeah, one time we may have to pick one top, one area and just stay on that. But yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Judy's asking, I've heard you talk about the breaker anointing. Could you explain more about what that is, Kat, if, if you know the breaker anointing? The breaker anointing is something to do with the, uh, um, the anointing that we all carry. We're all given a measure of that when we're born again. It even says that in the Bible. I think it's 1 John 2.27. I think that's where it is that it says that uh, when you receive Jesus Christ, you receive a deposit of the anointing uh, that breaks off the anything, uh, anything that would cause harm to you. It's people used to say that, you know, the anointing will, will bring glory and stuff like that, but it actually is a weapon. It's a weapon we can use. Really? We can speak that over people. Yeah, release the anointing that breaks all the strongholds of the enemy. Uh, that's what you're talking about. That's what that is. But it is like a weapon that we're given when we're born again. Is is that a little bit different than laying on hands and placing the anointing? Or what you, another kind of speaking the same anointing or what? How, yeah, you can how? speak, you can release, you can impart, you can send uh, the okay. anointing that you carry as a believer. And you get a deposit because the more you use it in Jesus' name, the more you use it, the stronger it grows the greater area that you can affect with it. Uh, so it's really important. I used to teach people everywhere I went. That was one of the first things I taught them, how to impart or release the anointing that breaks the yoke of darkness or That's destroys good. the yoke of darkness. People say both. You know, Drain, my wife, is very, very good at remembering. I will sometimes forget we go into a hotel room, and I know you're supposed to pray and get stuff out of there. And sometimes I yeah. just forget. And I'll see her walking around releasing the anointing and the pillows and the things that yeah. I mean, oh, she's she's being faithful. She's not forgetting that. Um, and then you, know, you add to that the, the teaching that you had that you clarified recently. Or at least I heard it for the first time recently is that once you place the anointing on anything, it stays. It doesn't it wash does off. Remain. It'll remain if you go in the restaurant, release it on the table, uh, the glass you're drinking out of, that anointing will remain and never leave that. That's incredible. That's a huge. Uh, Your family's home when you visit them. Refrigerator handle, the front door handle. Uh, if you have a doormat, release it in there. 
and yet it will affect people, it will affect things. That's very, very cool. Uh, okay, probably have time for two more real quick here, and then our 45 minutes will be done. Um, Jessica's asking, do birthmarks mean anything spiritually? And I've not heard that question, so. What? Do birthmarks that someone has, do, is there some sort of spiritual meaning to them? That's what she's asking. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Christine is saying, could you leave an unsaved person through a prayer of binding and loosing things from their soul? Again, if they're unsaved, could they be, lead them through yes, a prayer? Most, all, most everybody gets saved when they do that because they're so overwhelmed. It's a different, you feel so different when you do that. And you do have to use Jesus' name. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you have to use his name. And uh, so many people get, get born again after having that happen. Uh, their heart was broken. Uh, they had traumas in their life. And I explained to them and said, this is given by Jesus Christ. So you're going to have to basically receive him because you have to use his name. It only operates in his name and won't operate in any other name. So if you're willing to do that, and they always say, yes, I'm willing. That's really good. That's really good, Kat. Well, that's our time today. I appreciate it very much. Um, Kat, tell people about your two websites, revealingheaven.com and katkerr.com. I will. I want to tell people that we've really been finding ways to celebrate all kinds of things that God has been doing for us and the things that have been happening um, with us, with our team and everything. So today I actually brought a piece of chocolate cake just like you have on the on the. Um, on the video. Oh, so, awesome. Look at that. Oh, my mouth is watering right now. <laughs> look that that's, that is massive, go. cat. That's so good. That's so good. There's six layers. Six layers. Cake. Yes. Six layers. Six layer, did you say? Market. Yeah, six layers. Fresh market, which makes awesome cake. So, oh, yeah, that. And so, I want to remind people don't give up on your life. Don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your future. Don't give up on your destiny. Don't give up on, on the things that God has shared with you that you would do for him. You will do those things. You're, you're chosen. You're anointed. You're appointed. That's what God does with you. He chooses you uh, before you even leave heaven. He'll actually choose sometimes the person who you will marry before you ever leave heaven. And so there's many things he has. He's written a book, a book that he's uh, got for you. When you get to heaven, you get to read all the things that he wrote in that for you. But I want wow. you to think about you continually, all the time. The love he has for you, the plans he has for you. And you know you can go before him and say, Father, I'm coming before your throne. I thank you for all the things you share with me. I'm so excited. I'm going to do those things. I want you to know that I trust you. I believe you. Uh, and I cannot wait for these things that happen in my life. You make him so happy. He loves it when you remember the things that he has shared with you. And when you say you trust him and you believe him, it is so important. You're about to get many suddenlies in your life. I would encourage you to make sure that you do that uh, quite often. And every morning when you wake up, thank him for the day. Bless him for the day. And then say, I choose to bind to my soul, your love, your life, your presence, your power, your will, your way, your celebration, your expectation of my life. I want you to know God, that I love you for that. And your son, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit, my best friend, and the host of heaven who are sent to watch over us and guard and protect us all of our days. Amen. And I wow, say amen. Amen. In the morning. 
very anointed. My goodness, that was really good. You can pray that morning and night, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Okay, well, Kat, uh, before we leave, tell people where they can go to find different things for you. Revealingheaven.com yeah. is one of them. Yeah, revealingheaven.com is our main website. I went on there trying to find stuff the other night. I'm not so good about finding anything online, though. <laughs> I don't know that I, I actually found all of it anyway, but we are still in a process of changing the website and um, laying out our new pod, our new podcast schedule that we're going to be doing. And uh, so you will get a podcast at least once a week. You know, uh, one of our, our people who live in Texas will be doing that, handling all that for us. We finally got someone who knows how to do that. And we're excited about that. So expect many new things from God for you, from us. You know, we reveal heaven to this earth. And that is what our main uh, job is, is to do that for God. And so you can go to revealingheaven.com. You can find products there, all kinds of other information. Then you go to catcurve.com. Is that right, Jen? Yes. Catcurve.com is our other one that gives also revelation. It's a spiritual platform. Um, we're about to post a lot of new things on that on that platform. We do have a gallery with some new things that are being put on it. And just to let you know, here's our recorder right here that we do all the podcast on. So Yay! here's our recorder. Oh, we look at that. Up here that we can use it now. And we'll probably be doing them. Um, now, these are only audio, but it doesn't matter. We're very funny. You learn a lot of stuff. Sometimes you hear new things you've never heard before. Jen is always on the recording with me. And so we have a lot of time together to sit and talk. Sometimes my mom is on. That's real exciting. Every now and then we let Bing on there if we want some more jokes. <laughs> more dad jokes. So this is something that we will be doing so that you won't um, won't lose track of us. We promise that. And we won't want to thank Steve for all of the diet. Not that we're going to leave him, leave him and Doreen at all. Um, but for this time, trying to get thing, everything set up, it's a blessing that we get like an extra time during the week. Uh, well, actually, we have a lot more time than that we're spending. But we have many things that we're going to get ready for y'all. And there's going to be a lot more heaven released into this earth and That's into so the great. atmosphere. So thank you so much. And that is, of course, catcur.com is also the only place you can give online to us. And we That's did great. that to you all. So we're never, right you, we're never going to send you uh, some kind of a, um, a text or a message or whatever else you call those other things. What do you call them, Jen? Uh, Facebook message. Yeah, we won't send you a Facebook message telling Emails. you to go to this go to this site and give money to somebody. We're not going to do that because we know a lot of people have money taken from them or it's mis mm. misused. We won't do that. So catco.com, click on the treasury. And if you want to become a regular giver, we want to thank you from our heart truly. And mm. guess what? Now that we have our new offices, one of the first things we'll be working on is getting all the stuff together for the guardian zone to give out and send to our guardians. And we so appreciate you. Make sure you give to Steve and Doreen. They work so hard and our staff works hard. We do really appreciate them. And so we bless you in the name of the Lord. May his presence overwhelm you. Yes, and let his blood flow into you. May his presence walk and be in your halls, in your walls of your homes in Jesus' name. May you hear him clearly. May you have clarity in your life so you know what he has for you to do right now. In Jesus' name, I release and impart the anointing that destroys every yoke of hell or darkness in Jesus' name. And also release you the love of God, the life of God. Yes, Lord. Presence right now, God. I thank you for watching over them. 
I thank you, Jesus Christ, for being our Lord and our Savior and our friend also. We love you all. Blessings in the name of the Lord and healing power in Jesus' name for all. Amen. 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 All right, Kat, God bless you. We love you. Love all of you. Give our love to Bing and Jen and anyone else that's around there, your mom and Margaret and anyone else. All right, have an amazing day, Kat, the rest of the day. And we will see everybody tomorrow, Thursday morning, 11 o'clock Pacific. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Amen. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.